Welcome, I'm Amy Kelly, also known as the Ish Girl. What's an Ish Girl? She's someone who has humorous grace with herself after discovering she's messed up or flaked out again. Something that comes in handy if you're working with or raising middle schoolers. A former middle school teacher and mom to two teens of my own, I know the hair pulling, heart filling, crazy making, and joy filled experiences that come with teens. I created the In the Middle of It podcast for teachers and parents just like you who want to support and impact the teens in your life. Each week, I'll be sharing stories and strategies to encourage and equip you so that you can truly become the grown up your teens remember, a meaningful mentor who helped them find their way. Well, hey there, friend, and welcome. I am so glad that you're here hanging out with me today because I am sharing the second half of a conversation that I had with Lori Getlin Watson. She and I are talking about art journaling and how beneficial it is for your tweens and teens. Just to loop you in, if you haven't listened to the first part of our conversation, art journaling is the method that Lori teaches to help kids navigate all the issues that come up during this time of development and to inspire them to express themselves creatively as well as helping parents and teachers connect with them in a more meaningful way. Now, that is a lot for one little strategy to do, right? Art journaling is absolutely powerful and amazing. So Lori has 32 years of teaching experience, and she has an art background from the Maryland Institute College of Art. As a single mom to twin tween girls of her own, Lori knows exactly what it's like to long for a deeper connection and understanding of her kiddos, just like us. It is her mission to provide tweens and teens with a safe and individualized method of self-expression and exploration of issues that they're facing today. So that is what we're talking about with a little bit of a different twist. Our conversation took a different turn as we closed it out, and I wanted to separate it out from the first half because I think it's so very important that we know that we absolutely cannot force our kids to share things with us, and that is okay. Now, with art journaling, the goal is to have our kids share with us, but what Lori and I are talking about today is why that has to be totally up to them. Okay, I'm going to stop telling you about our conversation now and let you jump in and listen. And having the physical art journal also allows for our young girls to take that physical journal and to sit down and curl up on the sofa with the parent and to share it with them if they're comfortable and use their art as a method and a vehicle to open up conversation with their parents about things. Right, and that's something else that I wanted you to talk about a little bit because I do know that that's something that's part of your program as well, that this is a vehicle. This is something that parents can use as a vehicle. And I'm curious what you advise or teach parents to do as far as how they approach their daughters, asking them to share, or is that kind of baked into your program where you talk to the girls about using it to share? Talk about that a little bit. So one of the modules of my program is all about parent communication and the subcategory, one of them is they just don't get it and they don't hear me. Mm -hmm. And so That module of the program is actually talking about how to use their art journal to share things with their parent. 
even if it's sharing, I'm not ready right now to have this conversation with you. It's oh. another method. Instead of slamming the bedroom door, let's use a different vehicle to have a dialogue and to have a dialogue where we aren't shutting each other out. Right. Well, and I love that because you're also, I think you're teaching the parents in this scenario too, that it's okay for their daughters to say, I don't want to talk about this right now. That yes. it, that's all right. Like we don't have to force them to talk to us about things or try to, and giving them the freedom to say no means that they can really say yes later on in, and say it willingly and lovingly because we've given them the choice. Yes. So, and it gives them the power and not a power in terms of a power struggle or I got one up on my parents, right? but the understanding of respect and yes. that if we show our girls that respect and that we value their opinion and we value where they are emotionally, then they will give that back to us tenfold. Yeah, I, I would agree. And I think that that holding on to information and not sharing again is part of what's developmentally appropriate. And if we can embrace that as parents and understand that if we can give that freedom now, that eventually it will bring them back to us. It's just, I know for parents that that's really scary. And so I love that you're including this and kind of holding their hands through, okay, here's how, here's how you walk through this with your teen girl. So that later on, because we're playing the long game, right? Like yes. this isn't about the immediate, this isn't like, okay, I'm going to slap this journal in your hand and you're going to do this program and we're going to commute, you know, it's, it's a process. It's the long-term investment. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit more about why this program and your personal experience with this. So my personal experience comes from the classroom and teaching young girls in the age range for the, that the program focuses on between nine and 15 and just seeing how it allowed them to have a more open dialogue with me and to share what's bothering them in school and how to handle things. And then I became a mom. I became a mom to twin girls who are in the middle of that tween age frame and are way more mature than their years. And I realized that, you know what? There are things that I'm doing as a mom and I'm a single parent. So it's just myself with my children in our home. And I realized that there was a power struggle going on with myself and my girls. And that power struggle, I sat down one night and I thought about it. And I realized I was repeating things that I grew up with. I knew these things. I knew my mom did these things. And I know that I've spoken to other parents and grandparents who have said, wow, if I had something like this, when my kids were younger, it would have made a world of difference. And I thought amidst that power struggle and one of my girls was extremely upset and was in a mode of, I would say, anger and rage. I asked her, why don't you take how you're feeling and show it to me in a picture? And she went to her room and she took out her crayons because 
as the art background and teacher, we are a home that is never without crayons <laughs> and markers. And she sat down and I let her be. She closed the door to her, her bedroom. And then she came out and she showed me what she had drawn. And it was a lot of what we would call scribble. And I asked her if she could explain it to me. And she told me it was her anger. And the lines were all over the paper because she didn't know where she had to end. Oh, wow. And she didn't know where it was going to stop. It was at that moment that I realized, okay, everything that I believed to be true about the power of art and expression is standing in front of me right now in a nine-year-old little girl's body. And that is where Lily and Poppies was born and my course for art journaling for tween and teen girls. Lori, that is so powerful. And I think it really highlights something that I found true as well, having been a teacher. I think we work with students and we know intellectually, like you knew intellectually that your, your art journaling worked with your students, but sometimes it's hard to take kind of our professional side and apply it to our personal lives because we're so, we're in it, we're part of it. We don't have the distance that maybe we have with our students and not that we're not in close relationship with our students, but it's just, it's a different level of intimacy, right? Totally different. And it's hard when you come home and you're in it, like we're in it as parents. Right. Well, and two, and I don't know about you, this, this may just be me, but I know I can, I felt like, cause I taught middle school. And so I thought, you know, well, when my kids are in middle school, it's going to be different. And oh my goodness, it was not, <laughs> it was just <laughs> not because I think things that I did not realize were developmentally appropriate that seem challenging and difficult. And that like, we would want to avoid them are, are what teens have to go through or what tweens and teens have to go through in order to separate from us and become the people that they're choosing to be. So I love that you had that aha moment with your daughter and just the fact that you could, I mean, I saw you, I, you know, I don't know that everybody could tell because we're, we don't have the visual here with the podcast, but you were in tears talking about that moment with your daughter with the scribbles on the page. So it did make me wonder too, and I I wonder if you could speak to this a little bit, and we kind of talked about it a bit before, but in that moment, if your daughter had gone and drawn her picture and then not wanted to share it with you, what advice would you have for someone who's dealing with a situation like that, where they have the the daughter who's super emotional and so angry and so full of rage and you can see it and you want to be there for them and help them through that moment, but they don't want to share with you. What advice would you have? I think one of the biggest things that we as parents have to recognize is that when our children are telling us that they just need that space, they need that space. And Mm -hmm. if my daughter had finished and had come out of her room, not holding the piece of paper and said, I don't want to share it with you, then I think it's really important for us as parents to respond with, that's okay. 
if and when you're ever ready to share it with me, you can share it with me. There's a safe space for you to do that. But how are you feeling is a great question to ask. How are you feeling now, now that you've gotten it out? How are you feeling? And we might be surprised that we would hear the words lighter or better, depending on the age of our our child. Um, Right. I love that. And I would even say not just I I would love to see it, but like I'm all in, like I really want to know and understand you better because I think that's what you're saying, right? Like you, yes, this isn't just go off and do your, your art exercise so you can get it out of you and, you know, we can move on. It's, it's about, I want to know more. I want to get you. I want to understand you. And even if they're not in the place where they want to share that, I think the knowing that we want to understand them and that we do want to know them well is huge. Just that messaging itself is yes. huge. Yeah. Yes, just that communication with our girls, knowing that they have someone there for them when they are ready and that we can't force it. And knowing that if we allow them to have that freedom of understanding, knowing that when they come to us, we will be there without fail. That's what they're banking on. That is what they're hoping for. And that's why the art journal is so important because it's tangible. They can put it in a special place. They don't have to tell us where they put it, but it's something that they can pull out at any time that they feel comfortable. And You'd be surprised how much can happen at bedtime, even when you are putting a child to bed and they are 13 and 14 and 15. There are things that they want to share with us, but they might not feel it's that they have the words and having that art journal opens up that door. Right, right. Well, and that's, that's something I've talked about on the podcast before. That is one of kind of the list of developmentally appropriate things that I talk about that a lot of times kids, they can't express their feelings. It's like this tangled ball of thread or a messy stew of emotions. And so what a great vehicle to be able to share that. And then the other thing I was thinking about Again, going back to playing the long game, one of the reasons that I focus on the middle school age is because I feel like the work that we do when our kids are that age, the payoff happens when they're older teens and when they're in their young 20s, because you're laying the groundwork for them to be able to come and talk to you. Because I think our kids in their minds have this idea, they think, well, here's how my mom will respond, or here's how my dad will respond to X, Y, and Z. And it's not the truth. Like they don't understand, like, no, that's not how I would respond. That's not how you would respond, Lori. Like, right. But they have that in their head. And so if they have if they have the ability to practice sharing with you and seeing how you actually do respond, you're building trust as a parent and they're building their share muscle, right? So yes. that they they can see like, okay, this is safe. This is okay. Like my Absolutely. parents not going to shame me or come down on me or judge me or any of those things that I think that's their knee-jerk assumption. And that's their story, right? We all have a story. That's the story that they tell themselves in their mind. And it's our responsibility to allow our children 
to reflect on their choices that they either are making or to be made in the future mm-hmm. and to be able to change that story and to know that the story can be changed, right? right. And so having that artistic outlet for them allows our girls to be able to shift and to see things in a different way and to change their story if they want to change that story. Well, and I love that you brought story into it because I absolutely, I I feel like this is yet again, another example of stories saving lives. And sometimes being able to get your own story down, our teens and tweens being able to get their own story down is life-saving because they can share it and they can, and they can change it if they want to, like you're saying. So that is beautiful. Well, Lori, thank you so much. And I want you to tell us, because I know you have big things on the horizon. So talk to me a little bit about, let's first talk about where my audience can find you. And then let's also talk about the program that you have coming up, because I know you're offering a free class soon. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So everyone can find me. My website is Lily's L-I-L-I-E-S and poppies, P-O-P-P-I-E-S.com. So it's liliesandpoppies.com. That's my website. And that will give you my background information and all about my program. But I'm offering a free webinar for parents and it's creative communication with your tween or teen daughter. And we talk about some of those myths that we have as parents and some of the solutions that can be present for you through art journaling for your daughter. And the three things that we focus on during the webinar are the top issues that our girls are facing today, mistakes that we as parents are making and we don't realize it, and how to allow our daughters to be able to have a safe and creative method in which to express herself. So I'm real excited. It's on Tuesday, January 18th at 7 p.m. And it's free. All you have to do is register. It's via Zoom. And you can register at liliesandpoppies.com forward slash register which I will have that link in my show notes. So everybody can go to theishgirl.com forward slash EP148 and be able to look at at where that registration is and they can find your website there and information about you. So I am so excited about your class. Like I am all into that. Like that just sounds fantastic. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be great. Lots of information for parents, lots of fun graphics, a little bit of work too. So very fun. So hands-on, of course, it's a little hands-on as any master teacher would have it. Awesome. All right. Well, Lori, thank you so much for being with us today. I just look forward to seeing how all of your stuff comes together. I'm looking forward to your class and I just hope that many, many of my listeners are able to connect with you through that. And I will also just, um, as an aside in my show notes, have links to 
all of Lori's social media links as well in my show notes too. So they can find you on social media. So thank you so much. And I am sure that we will be talking again. Yes. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much, Lori, for sharing art journaling with us. It is an incredible strategy to not only use with our teens and tweens, but perhaps to even use ourselves. I know I am so inspired to try it, which is no surprise to those of you who've been with me for a while, because journaling is totally my thing. Anyway, I also wanted to mention a couple of things here in support of art journaling. I am a huge Brene Brown fan, and she talks a lot about the connection between creativity and being healthy both physically and emotionally. One of her quotes that really sticks with me is this, Creativity is the key to how things travel from the head to the heart to the hands. Creativity is the way we process things, absorb them into our beliefs and values, and live them out. And if we're not creating in some manner, then we're not processing and living out the important things in our lives. That is why it is so important to help our middle schoolers tap into their creativity and use strategies like art journaling to process their feelings, and then communicate them with us if they want to. Okay, friends, thank you so much for hanging out with Lori and me today. I am so, so, so grateful to be part of your day. Now, please do not forget to check out Lori on Instagram and be sure to sign up for the free class that she's offering later this month. You can find links to both of those and to Lori's website in my show notes at theishgirl.com forward slash EP148. And if in the middle of it has been helpful to you in any way, and you would like to express your appreciation by buying me a cup of coffee, or let's be real, buying me a book, you have the opportunity to do just that by heading to my show notes and clicking on the tip jar. Your support is so greatly appreciated and helps me keep putting out the In the Middle of It podcast. Okay, friends, from an ish girl who hopes you're as excited as I am about the masterclass that I'm going to be offering soon that's called From Clashing to Connecting, How to Engage Your Teens Without the Eye Rolls, I am so grateful to be in the middle of it together.